0: Well, hello, I'm Chelsea Amber from Christian Guitar Girls, and uh, we are starting to do interviews on the YouTube channel. I'm so excited about this. They are not only going to be on YouTube, but you will also be able to listen in on your favorite podcast app. So make sure that you subscribe on whichever app you prefer and Uh, Yeah, hopefully it'll be a really encouraging, uplifting time for you as you hear about other women within the music industry or within ministry who play guitar, hear their stories, their their faith journeys, how they got started. And uh, yeah, maybe some words of advice in there for you. So we're going to get started. And if you're a female guitar player or a bass player and you'd love to connect with our community, I will leave a link in the description with our Facebook group, so you can join that and uh, be encouraged by the other women within the group. But today, we have our very first interview, and this is Tammy Anderson, and I'm so excited to have Tammy. She is a a guitar player and actually takes lessons from my husband, which is pretty cool. That's how we met, through through, uh, Mr. Nate Savage. Um, but not only that, uh, she's deep into ministry. She runs a, a really encouraging blog. I read, I read your um, your recent, most recent one. Uh, 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 it's called Never Too Small, and I was really encouraged by that. Um, so she has a devotional blog. She's a worship leader and um, runs Bible studies. And so I know that you're going to be really encouraged by her today. And so welcome, Tammy. Hello. Nice to you. <laughs> Hello. Um so I yeah let's get started. First of all, what are you drinking? We have
1: Well, I am a big coffee drinker, usually in the mornings, but I saved a cup for you this afternoon and it's just a good old black coffee. It's raised in the Midwest, that's what I'm drinking. So, what about you?
0: I'm having Bengal spice tea. Um, I'm a huge fan I am I'm being a nursing mama I'm trying not to have too much caffeine during the day and I already had a caffeinated drink this morning so this Bengal spice tea is kind of my go-to for non-caffeinated tea and it's so good it's it's kind of Christmassy cinnamony nutmeg so well, if you're into that kind of thing yeah Bengal spice is is just it's the way to go
1: <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna have to get some of that
0: <laughs> yeah um, so I'm glad that we're, we both have our drinks, because I wanted it to feel like we were just kind of hanging out two friends across the table from each other at a coffee shop. Um, so our virtual coffee hangout session. And I'd love to learn more about your journey, your journey with the guitar, your journey with ministry. Um, so first of all, I guess we can start with how how did you get started on the guitar?
1: Well, I've been a musician since um, 1986 when I started in piano in like fourth grade and Mm. moved on to percussion. I've been a percussionist most of my life. And so you can't really do a complete song or make a complete song or sing along as a percussionist as much as Mm. I'd like to. The drum kit just doesn't bring some of that flavor. And I just really liked the idea of the guitar being something I could do on my own. And that's really what brought me to it.
0: Mm. And so do you still play keys as well? Do you
1: play all three of those instruments I do. I dabble in ukulele and mandolin too, but, uh, yeah, talented.
0: That's awesome. So I remember you reading online as we were going through the pandemic that you recorded multiple tracks, uh, for your online services. So what was that experience like just getting all those pieces together?
1: That was, we had never really done recording before. And so Mm -hmm. it brought into a new idea of, um, being prepared you really had to be more prepared when you went into that rehearsal we only did it Mm -hmm. one day we got the the music two or three days before Mm -hmm. so i was preparing the drum stuff the vocals usually i'm a harmony singer and then once in a while there'd be some guitar stuff on that so it was kind of nice though that it was recorded because no one could see me i was i was learning guitar Mm -hmm. and it brought some great anonymity um So it was a learning. It was a learning lesson about being prepared and also Mm -hmm. using an opportunity to do something new.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that that must have been a really steep learning curve then just going from from learning. And now, oh, my gosh, I have to record for a for an online service. You know, that's just that's a you know, that's a. That's a big
1: leap. <laughs> well, I think what benefited me is that I had the percussion stuff behind it. So I was automatically hearing what my strumming was going to do. So that nice. took out a whole layer and I could really just focus on making sure I had clean chords and mm-hmm. providing the right flavor of the strumming. Yeah. Well, you, uh, <laughs>
0: I think you're taking a, a page out of my husband's book a little bit because he is just a stickler for timing and he's just, you know, like, and I can understand that, especially if you're playing with a band. You really need to get your timing down uh, otherwise you know you're just not together so so that's good that you were able to draw on your on your drum experience in order to in order to play guitar so that's awesome so um so you got involved in music from a young age you said fourth grade back in uh 1986 yeah um and then eventually that led to well did it lead to ministry or was that a, 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 how did you get involved in ministry?
1: Uh, I got involved in ministry and music when I was in high school. We had a handbell choir. So I, that was my first mm. taste of using music to worship God. Um, oh. And then in college, I was I was working in Texas for part of the time. And that's the first time I actually had choir experience. I didn't think I had a good voice. So a safe place was a choir because you can kind of be drowned out if you're not that fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I moved to Connecticut and had my family, it was my way of, again, being more p- present and a part of worship, Beginning to use the talent God had given me, which I missed. And it was something that filled my cup and mm-hmm. then gave back not only to God, but to the community around us. So that's kind of how I got back into using my music in ministry.
0: That's great. Yeah. And uh, within the line of ministry, you also started a blog. Can you tell us a bit more about that blog?
1: Yeah, there were so many ways God was speaking to me through ordinary things, Mm
0: -hmm. driving
1: along the road and seeing a squirrel and all of a sudden something would come out and there's even a, a, one of my blogs is like chill like a squirrel or something like that. And there was all these just everyday ahas that I was getting, Mm -hmm. whether it was from scripture I had read or a prayer I'd had or a sermon I'd heard, I was seeing it applied around me. and. I don't know if you've ever been so excited about something you've learned, maybe a good book, a show you've seen, and you just want to share it with people. And so the blog was the way that I went about doing that, thinking, well, if it's helping me, maybe it'll help somebody else just to Mm -hmm. share those ahas. And that's how that came about, which then led into more of the full ministry that I do today.
0: Okay, and what's the URL if people want to check out your your blog?
1: Sure, it's perfectpeaceforme.org, and the four is the number four. So perfect yeah. piece, number perfectpeace4me.org.
0: Okay, yeah. So I want to encourage people to check out that blog. It's super encouraging. I uh, read through it, and um, not through all the entries, but <laughs> um, but I have uh, read some of her blog, and it was it was really encouraging just in the in the time that I spent doing that. So definitely, everyone check that out. Yeah. So just with all of your involvement in music and with your blog. Um, was there something that, that God has kind of consistently or at some point taught you in your, in your faith journey?
1: He's been really patient. So it's been great because he's been so patient. I felt God tugging on my heart to do ministry full time since I was senior in high school, early freshman. Mm-hmm. And I thought he just didn't have the right girl. I thought he mm. didn't really know what he was asking, or he wouldn't be asking that. Mm. Um, and so I did other things. They weren't bad things. They were great things. God blessed them. And it, through those things, I learned things that helped me to where I'm at. Mm. Got me better prepared to the point where he kept tapping on me to do full-time Christian ministry. And I could do nothing else but say mm. yes, because I just wanted the peace. Mm. Like, you know, you you have a small child. I have kids that are now teens. At a point as a toddler, they tug constantly or you get tired of hearing mommy and mommy over. It was yeah. like that with God in my ear. Mm. Where I just wanted the release. But the beauty was he's taught me patience and he's taught me it's okay to ask questions mm-hmm. and be unsure and that he will wait for me. Mm-hmm. And, he will be so patient. Good. and the joy of obedience is the biggest lesson I have learned in my 30s and 40s is the
0: joy of obedience the joy of obedience i love that because you know what the the word obedience almost tends to be a a dirty word you know in culture today Um, but there's actually freedom in walking in what god has called you to and being obedient to that you know he just you you don't know what's on the other side of that yes um so i just you know just i love that you know um yeah. And is, are there any obstacles that you've had to to overcome in that journey? Um, you said that God really had to be patient with you. And I, you had mentioned earlier about like, oh, God, you have the wrong girl. I imagine that there are a, a number of people listening to this who probably feel the same way getting, you know, before, you know, taking that leap into, you know, picking up the guitar for the first time or starting this ministry that they have on their heart. Um, so, are, I guess it's a twofold question: Is it, are there any obstacles that you've kind of had to overcome, and do you have any advice uh, for for people just getting started in their in their journey?
1: The obstacle I had to overcome was my wrong view of humility. Hmm. I kept thinking, no, I, I I feel like if I go into ministry, I I'll be I'll be prideful, and I just thinking I'm going to be humble, and I'm just going to say no. But you know what? When you mm. have too much humility, that is a form of pride. Mm. Look at mm. humility as bringing yourself down mm. and not sub- uh, being obedient to whatever God's wanting you to do. And obedience implies you're not in control. Mm. And here I was saying, thinking I wasn't in control, but I was controlling the situation. Mm. So that was a form of realizing my humility was really pride and mm. laying that down. Surrendering and realizing the relief and knowing I am not in control. That was my biggest obstacle. Mm, The best advice I would have is the biggest gift of grace you need to give is to yourself. Hmm. And you need to realize that if God is calling you to something, whether it's to pick up a guitar and you have never, you don't even know how to read music, Mm -hmm. you don't even know what these strings are, but you really feel drawn to this guitar. You feel drawn to singing in the choir and you don't think you really have a good voice if god's laying that on your heart he will give you the power and he will give you the equipping to do it Mm -hmm. i know that sometimes that's hard to understand but i was you know you have to remember these fishermen he called were the blue collar workers of those eras and Mm -hmm. the best sermon ever given in the gospel other than jesus or in the new testament other than jesus was peter and the thousands of people that converted after his sermon, that was a pretty mm. good sermon. And to slow down, mm. then realize it doesn't have to be fast. What God mm-hmm. is calling you to do doesn't have to be fast. His ministry was done at three miles an hour. He walked everywhere. Mm. His ministry was a slow ministry and ours can be too. And that's okay. Oh, that's so good.
0: I feel so encouraged by that. And it's so countercultural too, too because, you know, in our kind of microwave society, it's like, oh, if I start this ministry, it has to blow up to thousands of people in the next year or or it's not effective. And, you know, if we're faithful with the small things that God calls us to, the slow starts, you know, he helps us grow. And so I, I just, I love that. That's such a great piece of advice. Now we had, um, before we wrap up, there was one piece of advice um, that you, it was a piece of practical advice that you had offered uh, just as we were chatting before we hit record, and I thought, you know what, I would, ho- I hope that we get to it, and you know, what, I'm just gonna uh, see if we can stick it in here at, at the end before we sign off. You talked about some practical advice for people who are getting into um, into music.
1: Whether you have played guitar for 20 years and you could do every kind of finger style there is and lead guitar and you know how all your settings on your amps, like you know how that Mm -hmm. thing actually works. Mm -hmm. Or if you're thinking, what is an amp? Do I even need one? There is a place for you in music, in community, because it's very important to realize you can experience music as an individual, just like you can experience your faith, but it's done better and more fully when it's also done in community. Mm -hmm. So I would really encourage people to realize whatever their level of ability is, there is a place for you in a group. Mm -hmm. So just because someone else can really wail or knows how to play bar chords and you don't, don't compare. And we all Mm -hmm. go at our own pace. Mm -hmm. Plus, what you have to offer might be exactly what that musical group needs. When I first started percussion, I was looking at these other upperclassmen drummers in high school, these guys who were wailing on the drums. Mm -hmm. And there was no way my bass drum pedal was going to go that fast. Mm -hmm. I just didn't think I was good enough to play in a certain group. And they said, look, you know, I might buy a ticket to go see that person play, but I'm going to hire you because you're steady Eddie with the beat. Mm -hmm. And that is just something to realize. Everybody has something to bring to the musical table. And Mm -hmm. it will change over time and it develops. Mm -hmm. But even if you're just doing down chords, when you first start in praise team, do that. Ask your Mm -hmm. music director, can I just come in? And just do down chords for each measure, just to be mm. an ensemble.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Great practical advice. And I think too, when as people, I, people tend to downplay the the fundamentals, like the foundational skills. Um, like, oh, I I have this set of skills, but they're just more of the foundation. If you have a really good, solid foundation, then you know you're you're good to go for for helping out with your praise team. You know, it's like you don't need to know how to shred or, you know, um, and in fact, most worship tunes don't have a shredding solo in it. So no. <laughs>
1: um,
0: one thing I'll add to that, too, is as there was somebody, there was a man, Rick Bendokas was his name. I remember him. Um, he was a bit of a mentor to me when I was younger, and he talked about the fraction principle uh, that if you're in a group of five people, then you should play about a fifth of what you would normally play. And um, I think that it, I, that's when you really rely on the foundational um, things. You're not getting all fancy. And so to compare yourself, as you said, with people who are doing all these fancy things, m- perhaps it's not even needed. You know, We need that steady eddy that you'd mentioned. Right. So yeah, so I love that.
1: Inverse chords are a great thing. You look at a great example of that because you look at a piece of music and you're like, what's this D sharp over F? I can't get my thumb over there. If you've got a bass player, you don't need to worry about it. The bass mm. player is hitting that F sharp. You know, it's you don't you don't have to Mm -hmm. just because it's there doesn't mean you have to or, you know, if you're not ready for bar chords yet, you can pay play a a shorter version of it, the the abbreviated version of it. It doesn't have to be fully what's there. The Mm -hmm. fundamentals, like you said, is what's key.
0: Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Now, um, you had, uh, I want to ask how people can, uh, you know, find you online. You're such an encouraging person that I just want to, you know, make sure that people can, can find you. And we'd mentioned the blog, I will leave a link to that in the description. So everybody check that out. And you'd mentioned that you also are thinking about starting a, a YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, I have it out there. It's called Perfect Peace Ministry. If you search on that, you should find it. It's Just one video out there right now with me and guitar, a guitar song I did over Christmas. But the idea of kind of like this, being able Mm -hmm. to make a personal connection with people and share encouragement along the way and the lessons God's teaching me. And hopefully there's conversations that can be had out there. Okay, great.
0: So we can leave, I'll, I'll leave a link. I'm saying we, it's me doing this, but <laughs> um, I'll leave, we, I'm saying that prophetically. I'll have more people helping out with the editing in the future. Um, but I'll leave a link to your YouTube channel as well in the description so people can check that out. And um, yeah, I encourage everyone to do that. Tammy is so encouraging. Um, do you do you want people to go to your Instagram as well, or just, or do
1: you want to focus on those two links? What,
0: where would you like people to go?
1: Go with mm-hmm. those two first, because I'm trying okay. with the idea of, of a, a separate instagram for my ministry but those two you can find me out there yeah
0: okay perfect well thank you so much for your time it was a pleasure and super encouraging i'm really excited to to put this out and to for everyone to to listen and to be encouraged by it um and for all of our listeners here if you enjoyed this chat then make sure that you subscribe you can subscribe on youtube or on any of your favorite podcast channels there will be lots more to come like these chats um and uh published on the first on the first day of each month so you can keep keep an eye out for that and uh yeah again check out the description for links to tammy tammy's ministry and also to the uh facebook group for christian guitar girls all right
1: and that's it thank you so much tammy thank you and thanks for the christian guitar girls community that is very helpful for me i appreciate that encouragement
0: oh well it's a pleasure to do i feel like it's it's a very a very life-giving experience for me you know running it to be able to connect with you know people like yourself and and other members who are in the in the group so thank you, thank you. all right sayonara <laughs>